0: Sweet, we're back. At, All right, man. Back again, getting back on track. Here we go. Does it feel good? It feels good. It feels uh, it feels good. We did a quick uh, uh, a quick dip between the two episodes where are we where I, I did my homework. Uh, so I'm ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we are getting very very scary close to our hundredth episode. Yes. This is a big one. This is number ninety-seven. Yes, and I, you know, I hope that there's going to be some big fanfare for our uh, our hundredth episode. I feel like there's going to be. We've set this up to be something large.
0: Um, and I was thinking, are you a fan of the Jurassic Park series, dude? I I know I have a feeling I know where you're going because I was about to say this is like the lost world of Jimmy Eat Pot episodes because that is isn't didn't that come out in ninety-seven? It uh, did it really? Okay, you know what? Lost World. I was going to ask
1: because Lost World. Then a few years later, then it became Jurassic World. Right? That was the one. That I mean, had more than a few. Chris but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a, more than a few. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It always seems like if it's not the tr- the the third in an installment, like the trilogy, uh, it's it's like when you've reached the end of your. uh like, let's say, okay, this film series has really reached the end of its limit. We've got to make this thing bigger. Yeah, it's bigger than and the so, land. Exactly. So you've got, exactly, you've got land, and then you've got world, which is the the, the predecessor to universe, right? But you know that in mo- in most movies, world is like a, a pretty big jump. And uh, I looked up on Ranker.com the best movies with world in the title. Uh, the world is not enough. Remember that, 1999? I do recall that was... Um, Pierce Brosnan, when he was 007, right? Yeah, 007. Oh, enough full play. Uh, It's a wonderful world, 1939. It seems like something Addison would like. Uh, It's a mad, 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 mad world. Stanley Kramer, 1963 with Mickey Rooney. Classic film. Um, Airbud World Pup. So 2000. Do you see any of the Airbuds? The original. Okay, this was kind of bum- a bummer to read. Airbud World Pup is the third film in the Airbud series. It was the first Airbud movie to be filmed without Buddy, the canine star of the first two films. Buddy died oh, after production one. of the previous film, Golden Retriever. You said Golden during Receiver. production? <laughs>
2: Shit. <laughs> no,
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at that. Buddy dies because I, I read it, Retriever. It's Buddy died after production after of the previous production. film. After production, okay. Yeah, Golden Receiver. Awesome. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I mean, rest in peace, Buddy. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I hear I would like that movie. Never seen it. Yeah, um, it was great. Wayne's World, both one and two, classic. Classic. Yeah. Then then here was Jurassic World. I forgot about the Lost World. What did you? What, yeah, Lost World. Um, and then there's That's uh, a crowded God, field, you know, man. Spy, Spy Kids, Ghost World. Yeah, World War Z. All these. Well, you know, uh, War of the Worlds. Gosh, yes, exactly. Well, I mean, in every one of these. I'm sure you can guess where I'm going, but uh, no. What is the you can't What is the all. one term? What is the one What is the one term that is uh, that is repeated throughout all these? I guess you could say the world is static. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it remained the same. Uh, this
1: This <laughs> is Jimmy Eat Pod. That was probably, I'd say, in 97 episodes, my absolute worst pun setup. That's so and good. I
0: didn't even get it for a sec.
1: <laughs> you th- Well, you thought. I, I was trying to think, how can I turn this back around to 1997 and Lost World? This might actually work. And then I was like, you know what? I can't do it. I'm just going to go back with my ranker.com list. <laughs> I
0: love it. So, yeah. <laughs> the world is static. I don't have any housekeeping, I don't think. I almost thought I was going to have. Oh, housekeeping, Uh, you know because you mentioned we're approaching the 100th episode uh I think we did this for the 50th episode but if you have any favorite memories of the pod obviously that would be awesome 44j pod call and and let us know um and if and I have I did talk to we have an email and I asked should we read this on the pod monday or should we read this on the 100th episode, and the answer was your choice. My my gut says we should just wait until the 100th episode, right? I think so. Okay. So we'll do that. But we they are coming in, and if you have any fun memories of the pod or us, uh, let us know. Forty four J E Pod or any fond memories of the band and look at our discography page look at all the songs that we've done and let us know you know what song was your uh favorite not episode of the podcast uh i don't anticipate many people have listened to every episode except for me and you um yeah (laughs) but uh if there's a favorite song you have let us know and uh and uh also i'd love to know what what song people think we are going to do The 100th episode because we already know what that song will be, yeah. And uh, and yeah, so uh, the world is static from Static Prevails, track nine of 12, produced by Mark Trombino, Wes, Rights of the Accused Kid, (laughs) and (laughs) Jimmy Eat World. I got that from the old Jimmy World website, they had all these blurbs about each album, and for some reason, they had Wes, Rights of the Accused Kid. We might have mentioned that on a previous episode, but I love hearkening back to those things uh recorded at sunset sound uh sound city sorry and big fish released july 23rd 96 written by jimmy eat world the artist is jimmy eat world the singer is jim on this one uh capital records um b flat four g sharp four is the notable high note notable low note uh was not available um there are the static prevails demos but this didn't come up maybe i'm thinking of clarity demos i didn't find a demo for this unless you did no i didn't okay uh and i have that they played it seven times and based off of how many live recordings do i have i have apparently almost every (laughs) time they played this recorded the first time november 12 1998 at the hardback cafe in Gainesville, florida that is just incorrect because i have at least three performances before prior to that and then most recently played november 6 2003 at the glass house in pomona and I almost thought I was at that show, but I was at the Glasshouse almost exactly one year later for the Futures album release show. Uh, I don't know if it's album release show, but it was the like the, the right one. Futures had gotten released, um, and uh, I had a couple interesting Last FM notes, which is that this song had been scrobbled forty eight thousand seven hundred and seven times by the community, only eight by me. Um, but my <laughs> oldest was back in two thousand six, and then wow, uh, yeah.
1: See, my so I got it 18 times my oldest was 2008.
0: Yeah. So it's wild 18th, to see those old 2006 ones. at 10:28 a.m. Huh. So I ha- I was not yet graduated from season. Oh wow. Yeah. And then I listened huh. to it yeah, you're right. literally a year and a day later at 2:57 p.m. <laughs> That's weird.
1: Got that same feel
0: whatever it was yeah, that whatever, brought I, you to it. That, that fall I <laughs> uh, probably like a crisp a crisp fall weather feel in the air. Um but uh, but yeah, and that is all I have for... Oh, it's an A-flat major key 4B Camelot, 96 BPM, 356 duration. Now, would you like to get into the lyrics?
1: Let's jump
0: into now, those lyrics. I a lot have, of lyrics in this one. Where did you get the lyrics from? Oh, boy. I probably copied these from Genius. That's what I usually do. However, because this is an older song, I love going to the Wayback Machine and seeing the old website. I have, a, I, I have both copies in my show notes here. I'm going to go off of the lyrics that I took from the old archived website and okay. I went over the website over the course of like five years when it was the old design like the old original design and uh I pasted them over each other to make sure they didn't change any words so I could be like ah they changed the formatting on this no it was consistent <laughs> all the way through even to when they had the bleed American website eventually okay they they had a weird thing where you would click on the song world of static and it would open a pop-up window but the pop-up window had the exact same text that was on the previous design of the website, so um, I confirmed that they the, the format was static. So, um. <laughs> ooh. <Hey-o. laughs> so let's go over the lyrics. I will cross-reference right. with the old website lyrics and see what we get. Everything on my lyrics is lowercase. <laughs> oh, you okay,
1: gotcha. Um, okay, so the uh, the capitalization here, the grammar was all added in later. In so we've got this first verse. Uh, which starts a minute in so you and i were listening to it with our little bit that we did before this uh we were listening to the opening uh segment of this which we figured out is is some interesting chords uh, four chords that you particularly like and uh that cuts out and then it goes into this bound 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 and that's when the song actually begins so a minute in then we get into the verse here which is uh
0: The longest time away, last time the friends we made. Now, on the old website, it says, think last time the friends we made. I don't hear think in there at all, but. Want to listen to it? I mean, we can, but there's just no room for think in there. (laughs) The longest time away, last time the friends we made. Let's see.
1: No way. Nope. 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 Not even nope. kinda. Uh uh. The the longest time uh-uh. away. Last time the friends we made. All right. So what do you? Uh, think This that makes is, me yeah. think of. This so makes me think of the comment. Man, it's been a long time. The longest time away. Like almost uh, the uh, Bill and Ted. You know, putting their hands over their heart. Like it's been a <laughs> <Yeah>. long time. <laughs> the longest of times. <laughs> uh, perhaps the last time they got together. Um they made more friends like last time the friends we made, maybe it was uh, so long ago that they were in high school. And that was like when they all made their friends and those, those relationships that last, you know, that transcend time and space. And they're all the way, you know, you're like my friends that I've known since high school, you know, we're almost 40 and I've known them since I was 15 years old. Yeah. This also sort of reminds me that
0: kind of gives me a feel. Obviously the song is a very different tone, but of garden state. He uh, moves away to LA, uh, Zach Braff, to be an actor. He is stuck working in a restaurant. And he's gotten like one role, but then he goes back to New Jersey because his mom passes away, and he sees all of his high school friends. And it's sort of that journey of sort of reconnecting with all these people you moved away from. Um, yeah, and that's that's sort of what makes me think when we read the lyrics this way.
1: Yeah. And that's what I gathered in, in, in these first two lines is the longest time away. Last time, the friends we made uh, second half is longest time away. Best friends too cheap to stay. And I think this is just a reference to people always looking to improve their own lives and, or, or looking at the, the best interests of themselves or their family and maybe moving out of an area or getting a different job for financial reasons. Maybe there's a, an opportunity that presents itself. Um, but too cheap to stay not necessarily maybe not necessarily monetarily just too cheap to stay um maybe it is like it would be too cheap to stay there um it's just like it's it's almost like we i need to move on to something that's bigger because like look at look at us both of us look like, at us <laughs> look at us look at us look at us uh where we were from when we lived at our at with our parents to like the first rentals and now we were in we're in bigger places and it just seems like us staying in that spot, it was never going to happen. We You couldn't stay at home. It's not realistic to be 37 years old and living with your parents. I mean, if you're happens. able-bodied right. and yeah, exactly yeah. right. And it does happen. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but it's just, that's where your mind wants to go. It's like, I need to move on to the next thing. What's the next logical step for me? And for us at that moment in time, just seemed to be like, let's move out of our parents' place. Yeah. So that's what I think they're talking about there is that people just looking to improve their lives, either subconsciously or just knowingly, wanting to move on um, verse two then goes of course I'll go with you not every day I get to and that's kind of like I think they're saying take me along with you yeah this could be on an errand or it could be on a new life journey but they're whatever it is they're up for the challenge uh, and then uh, reiterating of course I'll stay with you how often how often does this opportunity yeah, present itself I'm, I'm very aware that this is uh this is a unique opportunity I love the that dead stop
0: too that everybody does right there how often yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> hi-hat closed dead silence yeah for like a beat <sniffs> yep uh, and i don't know uh, let me look at
1: the genius page i can't remember if this was noted i, I think it was just a big block I of text. Yeah, i didn't see any notes i haven't seen okay, a yeah. note
0: on a jimmy world song on genius in a minute, <laughs> in a yeah. minute. and we don't well we haven't even had time to like because I, I feel like we're doing pretty good about staying on t- track lately um we haven't had even time to go through and annotate Genius with our findings. Yeah.
1: But, uh, well, like sometimes you'll see it, it's a verse, verse one, verse two. This I figured was the pre chorus here, where it says, uh, what we're going to get into right now. Oh, also, uh, yeah,
0: I should mention on the old website, it was just one block of text. There was no verse, no chorus, no pre chorus. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm, and, the, and, and
1: I'm just judging based on the way that this sounded. That's, this is a pre chorus.
0: <laughs> the next bit sounds, more uh like a chorus but yeah
1: right right now um yeah the pre-chorus what i'm figuring is the pre-chorus goes like this pictures tell so much they remind me often your voice brings back so much situations the first half pictures tell so much they remind me often i think they're getting reminiscent here do you have like a uh like if you're looking at a shoebox of photos and oh, this yeah. had this this last weekend this happened you know, my son wanted to get, he's like, what's it, you know, you have a game boy. What's this game boy. So I went through boxes <laughs> and dug out my game boy, uh, color not the game boy color, the game boy pocket. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And just testing stuff out, making sure which games still worked. And I was going through an, a box of old stuff. And that's where I came across my Miller light <laughs> landline phone, which is <laughs> so weird. I got it from urban outfitters in 98. Oh man. Right. It still had the, the tag and all that crap on there. Um, uh, But it's just that's what I think they're saying here is that pictures tell so much. They remind me often. So maybe this person either has them up in his room looking at them um, or is going through a box of photos. And then the second half is your voice brings back so much situations. Now, when you hear someone's vocal inflection, like you can tell when somebody's walking, like about to walk into the room, like you have a let's say you have a house party and your friends are coming, you can tell um kind of not even necessarily let's say that they're muffled behind a door you can tell which friend of yours it is just by the inflections uh that they're giving off when they when they speak the tone of their voice um as muffled as it may be and the voice bringing back so much i feel like they're just it's almost like scent where the timbre of their voice and it can bring back vivid memories and I imagine the situations, this is on its own line here, uh, the situations are like trouble that they may have gotten into or certain um, yeah situations. <laughs> it's just a situation yeah, yeah, yeah. that we have <laughs> in front of us. So uh, <laughs> that's what the pre-chorus goes through. And then the chorus, now we get into a lot of lyrics here, or uh, a lot in a single line at least. Between the money and your every move, acceptance. Between the money and your every move. And then in parentheses here, we have, we both know things never change. Uh, it sounds definitely, to me, it sounds like somebody moved away or made a life choice. Uh, and whatever it was, it was understood. It was like, All right, I know you have to move out. You got to move on with your life. And it had to be that way. And so they're talking about that in the chorus here. Uh, again, they reiterate between the money and your every move acceptance. And then we hear that line that uh, harkens back to the title of this album. We both know static prevails. And we've talked about the title of the album, Static Prevails, and what that really means. And there's a lot. You can go online onto song meetings, or you can go on to Reddit and see what pe- other people think about the interpretation of Static Prevails. This is where it shows up in a song Did on you that album. Did you know...
0: That this was, I, I just never had any idea. When I saw World of Static, I was like, oh, okay, and Static Prevails, I get it. Did not know. That, that same association as you. I saw Static, and I thought, Static Prevails is the name of this album.
1: Okay, there's something, there's some correlation here. Never knew that he actually sang Static Prevails yeah. in the song itself. And
0: relatively buried track, 9 of 12, you mentioned the right? album name.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, and this was, on. I mean, just to kind of talk about this song, uh, macroscopically, uh, you know, as as it is on the whole album, I this one never really rang. It, it never really. This sounds
0: like more of a single with me track.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I never really listened to it that intently. So list uh, reading through the lyrics now, I was pretty surprised to see that it actually shows up in there. And then when you and I were listening to it before, we clearly hear it now. Uh, pre, because he says prevails. Yeah, <laughs> prevails. So, Yes, so we both know static prevails, and I think they're saying static, representing like an unchanging state, and then prevails, like wins or succeeds, and they're saying that things don't ever really change, and in this context, because they're talking about it's been the longest time, certain things don't change, like personalities may remain the same, but life itself... things can change in life easily. Yeah. Like you could move away. You could, you could just say, look, we, we made a crazy uh, decision and put an offer in a place in the Pacific Northwest. And just in in a week, we're going to be packing up and moving away. Oh, that sounds so nice. I would say, (laughs) I I would say David more power to you, man. I'm so happy for you, but it's like something that is, is needs to be right. Yeah. It's a change. So uh, that's what I think they're getting at with the, the chorus there things. And also musically, with the guitar there, the thing, things kind of quiet down a bit and it just gets one of those chord progressions. That's a little bit more traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, not as, uh, is yeah, it a major as like minor? Does chord-y. it go to, does it flip to like a major? It's not scale. necessarily like your, uh, u two, you know, what is it? Streets have no name R- chord progression. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely some major chords in there and then one minor. So it's probably like what, yeah, it's, it's your pretty standard chord progression boom 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 you know that kind yeah. of stuff so it, it that makes it familiar when you you, you, you can kind of hear it in your head oh now we're at the chorus uh the verse 3 doesn't want to can't say this enough uh the longest time away the longest time away the longest time away my friend and i think they're just saying by by saying that three times over is that it has been quite a while maybe it's that moment when you kind of take Take a step back, pause, and you go, man, it's so good to see you. It is just so good to see you, friend. Uh, and that's what essentially verse three is. And that's it. You just got verse three. There's no verse four. It then goes into the pre-chorus. Pictures tell so much. They remind me so often. Uh, and then we have the chorus again, which is a sea of words. <laughs> but but this time, David, uh, between the money and your every move, acceptance. Between the money and your every move. Uh, hey, where they... Yes, now you start having the interweaving of these lyrics that are being sung over and after the chorus. So in between that, you have take a seat at your request. And maybe this is literal. Perhaps they're visiting at a pub and they or they make some time for a lunch date. Take a seat at your request. I mean, come sit down with me. Let's catch up. Uh, between the money and your every move acceptance. Five years, I'm still there. Sung underneath that. Uh, sounds like it's been five years and they're still willing to call that person a friend and that they're there for them. Yeah. Uh, and the, some people are noting in song meanings that there's actually three different vocal lines being sung over. And this is a spot where I, from the genius listing, because it's in square brackets as opposed to just parentheses, I'm assuming this is that third voice that's on top. So. Between the money and your every move acceptance. Then on top of that, you've got, we both know things never change. And then on top of that, you've got, take a seat at your request. Yeah. And it's like they both know that the other hasn't changed a bit. Yeah. It's kind of like, this uh, this feels comfortable. This feels like old times.
0: Totally. Do you know what else this reminds me of? What's that? In addition to Garden State? uh, Beautiful Girls. You ever see Beautiful Girls? Also starring Natalie Portman. Holy shit. She always does a movie where somebody goes back home and meets this girl. It's no the beautiful girls is a little more problematic because I think Timothy Hutton like f- kind of falls in love with 14 year old Natalie Portman. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember it being the, the reason I love that movie is this. Do you remember this? Take a listen to this.
3: I spoke to Jan this morning. It was obvious to both of us that she no longer cares. She ran it at a restaurant like a complete maniac, Willie. I'm telling you, but I guess once she thought about it. She didn't realize that she didn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. I spoke to Tracy. She's coming up this weekend for the reunion. Is that right? I got to meet this girl, Tracy. You really got to take this shit down. Why? (laughs) No, I mean, you're like a serial killer. Hey, don't (laughs) cap on my supermodels, Johnny. Don't go there. Leave it alone. I'm just saying it's creepy. Hey, look who's talking, Mr. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, no, fucking Mo. I don't judge you okay if she could cut her own food she's fair game okay all right all i'm saying is you got to take but, all this down damn. because i didn't realize i started this, started this really, late that this scene creepy. is iconic Look, and it's here it goes the supermodels are beautiful girls will a beautiful girl can make you dizzy like you've been drinking jack and coke all morning she can make you feel high full a single greatest commodity known to man promise the promise of a better day the promise of a greater hope promise of a new tomorrow this particular ore can be found in the gate of a beautiful girl, in her smile, and in her soul, and the way she makes every rotten little thing about life seem like it's going to be okay. September
0: never stays this cold. (laughs) You remember that Taking Back Sunday demo that had that monologue in it? From a long time ago. I didn't know that's what this was from. That's it. Anyway, that's what what it made me think of. Like (laughs) Timothy Hutton uh, comes back to town for I don't even remember why. Uh, Remember why. And he's like meeting up with all his high school buddies, but they can like go to bars and stuff now. And so it's it's a little coming of age, but like a 20 something coming of age. Oh, okay, Yeah.
1: Yeah. These guys look like uh, college kids. But anyway, (laughs) that's what it sort
0: of reminded me of. You had one more point I feel like you wanted to make.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Just that we're there were three at this point. Now, there are three different vocal lines kind of weaving in and out of one another, which is very taken back. The same lines. Yeah. This, the lines that we had just spoken, take a seat at your request. Five years, I'm still there. We both know things never change. And then between the money and your every move, which is a cool way before we get to, um, you know, this late in the album. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, just never it's a really good gave it a build. chance. Like, yes,
0: the song has that bombastic intro and it has those. Uh, it almost feels like how could it build from here? And they just layer vocals and vocals and vocals on top of it.
1: Right, right. Yep. I wonder if, do this is,
0: if this song in particular was a big uh, influence on uh, Taking Back Taking Sunday. Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Anyway. If we ever get them on the pod, we'll ask. Them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your, your, uh, your brother from another mother, Matt Rubano, he was not in the band at this time, but um, he was in the band yeah. at one point. Now playing bass in Angels and Airways. Oh. So those uh, are yes. the lyrics. Cool lyrics. Um, can we talk about that chord? What do we know about that chord? Do I ask? Which I know we sort of talked about it in the in the between times, um, but I wonder I wonder if I could get Paul to tell me why I like this chord so much. You had mentioned in the between times that it was sort of like the Nintendo chords, and we and we and we messed around with it a little bit. But the 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 thing I like about it is not the Nintendo chordy part. It's the fourth note. Yeah. The guitars go up the three notes together. On the fourth note, they diverge and that divergence creates a, a, a like a weird discordant harmony that I love. And it's very much my brand. Like, I feel like I've written this like movement. I don't know what you call it. This chord shape into so many of my songs that I've written. Yeah. Um, let's listen to a little bit of it. Uh, OK. It's that one part. Um, Here, it's toward the beginning. Yeah, Yeah. We'll get it. Very Travis Barker, these drums, too. Yeah. So, together, 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 apart, right there. That. Whatever that is, is like music to my ears. Literally. Oh, me. I was listening to the wrong part. Though. Oh. That part. That's the part I love. So it was like,
1: no, it's those notes. Because the other one goes. <laughs> 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 do, 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 do.
0: <laughs> so you want it on the doodendoo? Um Yeah, whatever that is, I, I want more of that all the time. It's so like, uh, you know, it, it, I guess the notes feel so tense up until uh, it's like a release almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very right when
1: you would normally hear the octave, um, and and maybe it's because it's a minor that because it's
0: pronounced, it's played on its own, it just sounds
1: yeah. so like you said discordant. The,
0: like the one guitar goes wee, 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 and that one goes wee, 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 and the two chords together that wee, 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 and the wee, 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 together sound fucking cool. Huh, I wonder if so the it's it's technical major to term minor, I like don't, expect her, yeah, yeah. don't expect people to understand. Yeah. <laughs> Your simple minds, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, you
1: were you were saying like a, a Weezer. Maybe it's a major. Yeah, Weezer is done. I mean, it's they've done it in uh, Buddy Holly, but it's just it's like your major to minor. So if you could go from like a D to a D minor, it's it, you, you don't you want to use it all the time. Like maybe once, yeah. one track in your whole album, uh, yeah, album, but. Maybe that's what it is, but instead of a whole chord going that way, it's just two notes. It's like the root note and then that minor uh, note, because it sounds like it's just going down a little half step, but it's enough to make it, like you said, discordant.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other guitar is not doing that half step. It's doing like a higher note or something that is right. That is that is playing against that note. Anyway, uh, we'll see if I can get Paul to weigh in on that or not. Um, oh, <laughs> Uh, all right, sick. Let's jump into track notes. Uh, did you find dude. anything really cool here? Let's let's start this off with uh,
1: this very obscure um, Jimmy Epod Theater. Do you have that link oh. up?
0: I'm gonna pull it up right now. I'm so sorry. Okay. I, I remember you sent it to okay. me, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll open that. Oh, I do have it. So yes,
1: you, Mike Mike Gleda or Mike Glitta uh, and Scott Waldman. That's who is in this conversation. This is a transcribed conversation i'm going to read the top if you want to scroll down to number five um it's about halfway down So this the is like a, a uh a,
0: a podcast but it's an article <laughs> like yes it's so exactly weird. I don't and know it's, to make it's
1: very brief like I, we might have to go through it a couple of times yeah just this is to make cool sense Of what the hell's going on
0: so I'm gonna words add this from... actually to my uh to my uh links yes now, I guess we could go through the whole thing, but I was just planning
1: on going just through the uh, static prevail section. So this is what it's titled. Words from a Waldman. Artist manager, former census Fail bassist Mike Glita, uh helps rank Jimmy Eat World albums. And this is how it ah. works here. Jimmy Eat World have quite a few perfect LPs. It was difficult to rank them all, but I had help from artist manager, former census Fail bassist Mike Glita. Uh, we have agreed at first on said list. But we were able to meet in the middle. Here you go. So oh full boy. of puns already. Yeah. Um, let's just try. We'll go. We'll scoot down to number five. Yes. So there's start at number eight. We'll scoot down to number five. And the title in this section is "Jimmy World Static Prevails 1996." Do you want to be Mike Galita or do you want to be? I'll be Mike Galita. Scott Wald. Okay. Okay. I'll be Scott Waldman.
0: Go ahead. An old bandmate gave me a copy of this record in the late '90s. It was raw, real. And Rough Around the Edges.
1: Claire was the first Jimmy World song that I ever heard. It remains one of my favorites. Did you get her number? How you like them
0: apples? Confused look. <laughs> Did you use voice to stack? That's amazing. <laughs> Maybe you didn't hear me. World is static. Static prevails. It always does. I prevail
1: blank face
0: <laughs> and that's it so i guess it's just their conversation and scene and it's tu- scene it's tough to <laughs> textualize yeah
1: uh, they've got one in parentheses looks at him confused and then the last one blank face i guess
0: <laughs> you actually right. say blank face out loud yeah, yeah. blank face <laughs> so there you have it
1: just two guys but the uh, mike uh, appreciates world is static yes I'm glad you read the how you how how do you like them apples?
0: Cause they left out like oh yeah I was like my bad it made it more it made You so know, I much thought something sense. looked weird about it, but I was like, I know what this is. So. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even seen that movie how or else like I would have given apples. a more proper line read. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you have it. I came across that from Substream magazine from and that was twenty nineteen. Classic. August. Classic. Uh August of twenty nineteen. What else did I grab? Uh, you know what? This one, I don't even know why I grabbed this. This was from Indie Pulse Music 2014, June 25th. <sighs> Jimmy Eat World celebrates vinyl reissues. And I think I just wanted to talk about the vinyl issues. They didn't even mention, other than the track listing, they didn't mention World is Static specifically. So they just <laughs> said Static Prevails track listing all the way to Anderson Mesa with bonus track 77 Satellites and What Would I Say to You Now? <laughs> uh, Oh, th- this is what I was... So the clarity... Let's look at the, the vinyl stats here. So Static Prevails vinyl info for the nuts out there. Release date August 19th, 2014 for this uh, vinyl reissue. 180 gram double LP audio file pressing by Palace. Uh, exclusive lavender color discs. High gloss gatefold jacket with 11 by 11 insert. Original album cut from Analog Masters at 24 bit 96 kilohertz wow. tracks... 17 and digits began as 16-bit 44.1 kilohertz recordings, includes bonus tracks, 77 satellites, and what would I say to you now? Features original CD artwork. So they redid that in 2014. I uh, wanted to talk about that. And the last, oh, the last thing I have here was kind of cool. What did I have in my notes? This is from the Lost E-zine or IZine. So an article from What's the last I know an
0: easy, but this is yeah, ridiculous. Think,
1: this looks like I took a screenshot of it. I should have linked to, to the damn article. It was a one of those PDFs you have to kind of scroll through. And this was from a, a small little article by Aaron Klitschovics translated by D. Grasic. So it wasn't originally in uh, English classics. Jimmy world static prevails. Static Prevails is a second album from Jimmy Eat World after strongly pop punk debut. The band has completely changed their course and created one of the best albums of the scene then. Ugh, Jimmy Eat World has been playing together for only six to seven months when Capitol Records, one of the greater labels, got interested in them. They signed a contract in 95, but after some time, Jew members admitted that it happened too early and they weren't completely ready. Uh no. Clear split of vocal responsibilities among Jim Adkins and second guitarist John- Tom Linton diversifies music compositions even more and creates easy-on-the-ears contrast between both guys' voices. What's more about the vocals, we can hear Eric Richter from Christy Front Drive on Digits, which is nice a nice accent. My personal favorite is unquestionably World is Static. Without unnecessary whining, I admit that I actually love everything in this song. From the first sounds, the way it develops... Through its dynamics, energy, lyrics layer, and exploding riffs, Jimmy World is a band which confuses you, at least. (laughs) Um, Confuses your mom. (laughs) uh, Their every consecutive album drifts to more distant stylistics compared to the one that they started with, but many will ignore the band anyway after hearing the middle or last Christmas cover. It doesn't change the fact that Static Prevails is a strong position which pushes off the shelf many newer albums. Well, that's- and that's it from, yeah. So, yeah. what Unquestionably, World is Static is their personal favorite.
0: I mean, it definitely has a little bit of everything. That intro is super yes. quiet and then bombastic. And then you've got the sort of, yeah. They cover all the bases in yeah. this one for sure. Uh, on the 2001 uh, Jimmy Eat World Online site, So that's a fan site from 2001. They had like a little blurb about static prevails. And it says, just as they got signed to Capitol records and before signing their second full length, uh, Recording their second full-length album, Static Prevails, the original bassist Mitch Porter left the band to go on a two-year Mormon mission. So they picked up their old friend Rick Birch and have been rocking ever since. Jimmy Eat World have released three full-length albums and been on many compilations and splits. Their next full-length release, Bleed American, is expected to be out sometime in the spring/summer of 2001. Imagine being into the band before Bleed American even had come out. I know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> the Whoa. The biggest bit of news Hi, is that they're like, oh man, remember the old bass player? That's wild. <laughs> What's the <It's> middle? <laughs> <laughs> I wish they had put the sweetness on clarity. Uh Jimmy Eat World, side note on record. Uh I don't remember. Oh, uh, on their Website the old, this is on the Bleed American era website. So, this is 2001 2002 of the website. They had like little blurbs on each record, and here's what it happened to say on Static Prevails. This is our second full-length album titled "Static Prevails" from Capitol Records. The production task was tackled by Mark Trombino, Wes, "Right to the Accused" Kid, and Jimmy Eat World. It was released in July of '96. It is available through CDNow.com. So that's where I got the rights of the accused thing on the old Jimmy Eat World website. Um, This I found from uh, the Jimmy Eat Wiki run by Jed Slash Linux. World is Static also lent its name to an English female-fronted rock band from country Durham, England, formed in 2005 by award-winning BBC Blast singer-songwriter Heather Francis and guitarist-songwriter Simon Chester. And so they have even a Wikipedia entry. Um, So that's kind of interesting. They take their name from a song on the Static Prevails album by Jimmy Eat World. The band played uh, down-tuned melodic tunes um okay so yeah i didn't i didn't check out world is static should we check out world is static real quick go ahead uh let's see world is static band yeah everything is coming up jimmy world yeah
1: well i figured shoot
0: they've taken it over yeah well if you've got it let us know 44JPod or shoot it over. Shoot us, shoot us a link if you've got some World of st- Static releases. Let's look up. Uh, you know, I'm gonna Google this 2006 lobotomy patient number one. Uh, world of Static, blah blah blah. Uh, nope. Interesting. I mean, they got four releases here. Uh, all EPs. Lobotomy patient number one. Lobotomy, lobotomy patient number one reissued <laughs> with extra track. Released the next year. One more year later, lobotomy patient number one and a half, and then 2009, the self titled EP. And then they were on three comps. And I don't, uh, I guess they gave up in 2011. So they were six years they were around. Um, yeah, that's what I know about the band. World is static. Um,. So I thought it was another not, a song with the same name. It's another band with the same name. Ah, A whole band. I loved this. Band. Remember on the old website, uh, well, we found Fake Yellow Light. Remember that website yeah. that had all the tabs? And then that guy's name was Bill Martin. And then we thought it was Billy Martin from Good Charlotte. And that would be just too rad. Yeah. Oh, and, it yes. yeah. uh, and it wasn't him. <laughs> yeah. And no. it wasn't him, um, But... This is from an era of the Jimmy Eat World website where, uh, remember I said, if you click on the song title, World Is Static, in the track list for Static Prevails, it would open a pop-up window to reveal the lyrics, uh, not just in another tab or in like a container. But this, they also had links to all the tabs that Bill Martin had done, and he had the World of Static stuff. So he has it as Drop D, D-A-D-G-B-E, and uh, he's got the whole song done here. And it looks cool. And he also had think last time the friends we made. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, But it is all lowercase. So he probably like took the lyrics that the band had typed out on their website and then like structured it. So it says like intro, pre-verse, verse, verse, pre-verse, verse, verse, chorus, bridge. And that's kind of what I did,
1: but I didn't modify. Well, yeah. You probably had capital letters
0: like a chump.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I did.
0: Uh, here's what Consequence of Sound had to say. Uh, this is where they kind of go through each record as a retrospective from the beginning and talk about the things that make the record unique and interesting. And here's what they had to say about Static prevails when they mention World of Static. Tom eats World 2. As if taking a note (laughs) from fans and ultimately tourmates Blink-182, Jimmy World splits the workload straight down the middle between their two uh, two respective vocalists. Rockstar 17, Episode 4, Caveman, and Robot Factory are Linton's. Claire, Digit's World of Static in the same room, and Anderson Mesa are Atkins's. And they more or less both shout-sing, thinking that's all, and call it in the air. Um, Shouts. so that like is the consequence of sound blurb that mentions world is static we don't we're not sure why why 44 jpod if you know there are two ASCAP entries for this song and the only thing we can see that is different about these two ASCAP entries is that one just outright says that ASCAP controls 50% of the writing and 50% of the publishing the other entry for World Aesthetic. Which has a different work ID number. Says ASCAP controlled 50%. BMI controls 0% of both writing and publishing. So I'm not sure. Since ASCAP controls 100% of both tracks. But one just outright says total current BMI share is 0%. The only thing I could think of is that. When the record was originally released on Capital. That it was published by BMI. And. Since then, maybe Jimmy Eat World or Do I Get a Pickle With That Music has purchased the Masters Correct. from yep. Capitol Records. And now they outright own it. So they can press it onto vinyl and do all the things that they want. And that therefore uh, made a second entry in which, you know, not only does BMI control 0%, but it doesn't control, it, it's not even a, a mention. So, I don't know. Right, right. That's the best I could come up with. But 44J pod, that's pretty, if yeah, you know, right. yeah, so. better than I. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, song meanings. I did link to song meanings, but I didn't really read anything. Let's read the top one. This is by yeah. The Rhymes, the R Y M Z, May 11th, 2002. It's about two friends that move apart physically. Maybe one friend moves away. They keep in contact, but slowly they drift apart because they're living different lives. That's the static. They tried to keep close, but they just can't. Eh, I mean, what is it? Uh, 19 years between that comment and now, and I think we came to the same conclusions.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's one from W. 405 or 405, uh, July 9th, 2002. As Amir says, they have overlapping parts. So talking about the parts toward the end. Uh, but this one of a few songs that anyone does that have three separate parts. It's what makes the song so strong. Static staying the same prevails mm-hmm. in a literal sense could be applied to the world in general. Things don't change easily or quickly. It's a hard song to explain. But basically, I think it means that no matter where life takes you and no matter what happens, there will always be constants if you look for them, i.e. Pictures, memories, old friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, here was something interesting that I'd found. Uh, when last month, Jimmy Eat World, Zach, and Jim were listening to both Static Prevails and Bleed American doing live tweet session. Here's what they had to say. I mean, Jim didn't have anything really to say about Static Prevails. He just says, track nine, world is static, Static Prevails, hashtag Jimmy Eat World. And Zach comments, the intro drum part, probably heavily influenced by John Anderson from Boys Life. He is such a great drummer world is static hashtag jimmy eat world and that was all i thought he had to say but then i found that he goes on and he goes on to say world is static such an interesting chorus melody i've always loved it never loved that second verse scream bit hashtag jimmy world um which i think the dream the scream bit is kind of cool but oh yeah i don't know i agree Uh, So, yeah, those are the uh, takes that the uh, gents had when they did their listen-along. And then this is just a note from me. I noticed on Discogs, uh, on the newer vinyl pressings, which has A through D sides, this opens Uh up the C side. And I think that's a really cool thing to hear when you drop the needle. And that used to matter, man. We even talked about it a couple weeks ago. Jim talks about, you know, uh, people don't even think about track lists that much anymore uh, sequencing because songs are just made to go on playlists now, Um, which kind of is a bummer because my favorite part of records is when songs kind of like fall into each other and uh, blink used to be so good at that. And, all these bands used to just do cool stuff that like one song would sort of end and then you'd hear the beginning of the next song happen in it. And now bands just don't do that because if they place their song in a playlist, it, it won't flow. And that just sucks.
1: Right. And so Weezer's done that. Uh, and we talked about a, just a few months ago, uh, Americana from The Offspring. Yeah. And they have a couple of songs that it's, it's very similar. To I know we brought up <laughs> Yeah. We've talked about the green day songs that, that those two that have to, it, it's brain stew, brain stew and, and, uh, and
0: the one that comes after it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't not play them together. Same thing with that is these offspring tracks. That I, when I listen to the first track, I hear the second track at the moment that that one ends and I, I can't hear it any other way, but you're right. They're doing less and less of that bleed through yeah. because it's, it's going to sound so i don't know shoehorn Yeah, I mean j- a, like a that's why
0: people should still put out singles is like yeah. make the single mix of the song, right? So like um uh all the small things, if you listen on the record and you skip to all the small things, you hear the end of Adam's song. Yes. Um <laughs> but yeah. you don't hear it on the single version of the song. Um and same thing with What's My Age Again. You hear the end of Going Away into What's My Age Again on the record, you don't hear it on the single mix. Um so yeah, man. People need to get back on the, doing the separate single releases. Okay. yeah. That's all I have for uh, track notes. Should we get into some community things? I have a community thing. Sure. I have a very cool one. Is yours uh, from Walking on a Wire? <laughs> no, I didn't do any Reddit, oh, any check, Facebook. Check this out.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite small slash obscure sound or detail in a juice song? Submitted by Walking on a Wire a year ago. Curious what little sound effect, vocal emphasis, short riff, production choice, et cetera, are your favorites in the Jimmy World uh, discography. We're not talking lyrics. We're looking for those little details or choices that you always notice or enjoy. It can be something very hard to notice in the background or something quite obvious, but preferably the more obscure, the better. This was so cool. Where are we down here, Mr. Man? What happened? I just want to find it. Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't save it. I just wanted to read that up there. Um, Hopefully,
0: it's that same push that that tugging cord yeah. uh, thing because I love that.
1: So go, Frank. The Zippo opening and closing. Yes! Oh my in gosh, the world I forgot about that. Static. Okay, Live?
0: let's let's listen to that again because I forgot I mean, about that and I was like, whoa, yes. this is like this is so Fonz. Like, yeah, oh yeah, it's not Fonz. You're, I mean, I don't think the Fonz really smoked, but you know what I mean, like Danny Zuko, right? <laughs> <laughs> Here it is.
1: Oh wait, let me play it again. You you can kind of hear it opening. It, it, it's almost and like it shuts. There it is. There it is. I got the, the second half of it. So you can hear the flick open yeah. one more time. That flick open and then the close.
0: Oh, oh yeah it's so clean yeah dude I, and like I think I just thought it was the part of the drums but then I noticed it, right. it, it It just doesn't quite fit and it's very clearly a lighter but what Zach's doing on the drums is like kind of mimicking that like with where he's doing the hits on hit, the, the bell the, the, of the, the cymbal ride. And, yeah and I even think he's probably using the stands like it sounds like like I hear the metal of the stand a little bit like he might be yeah, using it percussively yeah. Yeah,
1: uh, if I could upvote Sogo Frank, I would yeah. because that one blew my mind. Because yeah, it was just
0: something I, I had heard so many times over. Yeah, man, that's good. <laughs> no, I've got Jake T. O'Donnell, and this has got to be a first, and we're closely coming to the last. His number matches our episode number. Wow, 97, 97 huh? 97 on Jake T. O'Donnell's list. World is Static, Static Prevails, 1996. Every song from Static Prevails is on this list. That's not to say it's a great record. It's really more because the songs have been with me for so many years. World is Static, for example, isn't really the worst song on Static Prevails. And while it doesn't do a ton for me, it does have its merits. An outstanding guitar performance by Jim and Tom. A, and a fun, understated chorus. However, this one is also one of those early Jimmy Eat World songs where Jim screams through the whole section and you can't really understand what he says. There's an acronym there, but I'll spare myself figuring it out when you're reading it. So let's let's see. He says there's an acronym in there. W J S T W S Y C R U w h s no there's no acronym there but he he capitalized every word in that sentence so those early jimmy world songs where jim screams through whole sections and you can't really understand what he says there's an acronym in there but i'll spare myself figuring it out and you reading it anyway world of static is fine and i'm glad it exists because i'm glad static prevails exists in general i'll have more to say about it shortly he says um so yeah cool little bit from jake t o'donnell and i love that we lined up and we're running out of uh time to do that uh, any other yeah time. so that's <laughs> all i have for community i've got uh actually many live videos of this or, or live audio that we can reference okay for this
1: um yeah i got a few more things oh, yes. there is okay let me go through these
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. oh yeah i'll do that guy last Or girl. We'll see. Uh, Any Jimmy World songs with screaming? Yeah. Right? And the top one. Yeah. Linus the Blanket 5002 says Claire has a a bit of that. And so does World is Static. So just talking about the screaming. That's not a fan, man. You and me all day talking about the screaming, Jim. uh, We have dipped into this pool a couple of times. Mr. Colty 5. I wrote this long-ass thing about why Static Prevails deserves love. uh, Submitted a year ago. Uh... I'll do the little intro here. You put the CD in and quickly get this light but powerful guitar intro on the song, thinking that's all. This song gets really good when Tom takes the lead. Uh, okay, anyway. Uh, world is static. Jim does an awesome job here. I love the way he just screams at around two and a half minutes into the song. Once again, the instrumentals shine and this probably has the strongest intro of any of the songs on here.
0: No one else mentioned in the Zippo lighter, though. That's fucking cool.
1: No, you're right. Uh, Here we go. And, oh, uh, JG429 from a year ago. Uh, World is static from submitted by user Atera MPIW. World is Static is one of my favorite tracks from Static Prevails. The quiet verses and the explosive choruses, the passionately sung but slightly vague lyrics, and the odd quirks such as the sound of a lighter being flipped open in there the intro. Is. I think. There it is. Are all things that the band have moved on from as they've honed their own sound, but they're also the characteristics that make the track and the album as a whole my favorites from the band. Um Last thing I wanted to mention was from Bro, Can We Get Last Ride of the Night on Goliath. (laughs) Three months ago. Why does nobody ever talk about world as static? This is my favorite song off of static, and yet I've never heard it mentioned on YouTube, an article, or on this sub. It has the classic static prevails, sound on the intro, great yelling in the climax, and one of my favorite things in a Jimmy World song, layered vocals such as the line, We Both Know Static Prevails. It does have a competition. Oh, it does have competition as I also love Anderson Mesa. And what would I say to you now to round out my top three in static? So I'm glad that, uh, bro, can we get last ride of the night on Goliath? Really appreciates that and calls everyone out. You got to talk more about this. Yeah. Brack.
0: Yeah, man. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> anyway, that's what I had for, um, I love it. For that. I love it. Let's dig in. Uh, we won't listen to these tracks in full, but let's listen to how they sounded at the Wetlands in 1996. Mm. I'm going to have to send this to you because it's on our Google Drive. Wetlands. The Wetlands. Here we go. Here we go. Wetlands. Wetlands. <laughs>
1: ah, The buzz of those oh, amps, yeah baby.
0: No wonder they went to Axe Effects. <laughs> yeah, too much noise. You know what they need? They need to ground that amp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that tape warble. Yeah, dude. Marvel. You know what would have been sick is if Tom like lit up a cigarette right then. <laughs> Here was this. This is ninety six. I mean, it sounds like the record. It's so good. right there all right right. where are you timestamp wise right almost in the middle a minute and 48 A minute 48 so i'm gonna play this from also 96 is july 4th 96 public access tv oppressed by pc is the uh youtube user i'm gonna jump to where is it 296 what did you say uh 148 148 i'm gonna jump to 148 of this this video of them it says that uh, a Jimmy Eat World pure brilliance exclamation point world is static. Static prevails. Shot in our living room. Seven four ninety six. Jeez, I'm gonna jump. In ballpark. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Tom wearing a striped shirt and jean shorts. I love it. Zach in a Stanford shirt. Is he in dicky shorts? Hell yeah. And a polo. So... <laughs> Zach's back there like, ugh, I wish you would stream this part. (laughs) Okay, we're at 2.40. Let's jump to Uh our next video and jump to 2.40. This is at the barn in Riverside, 1997-ish. Uh, okay there's a uh, there's a lot of like styles there's four different styles going on uh, I am
1: definitely Tom's style for 1996 yeah, totally. oh yeah. god. Oh yeah that is me yeah, the yeah, jeans yeah. with the striped shirt totally <laughs> okay
0: so we're gonna jump to 240 on this 1997-ish video at the barn Jim did like a little mini jump. I can't hear Jim at all. No, Either. <laughs> <laughs> 24. We'll jump to the next video. Showplace Theater 99. So we're going to jump to 324 at the Showplace Theater in 1999. This is uploaded by somebody I'll tell you in a minute. Yep.
2: Yep. I love watching
0: the stages get slightly bigger.
2: Given <laughs> that layered vocal
0: thing, how cool! Yeah. Oh man, oh, that was cool. They should be a band. <laughs> yeah, they should do that. Uh, and then I'm gonna jump on this one to 1302. This is 1999 in Florida. This will be the last one I've got.
2: Yes. Oh yeah.
0: Time to do a little chugga for the Zippo lighter. <laughs> so funny like at this point they've like if this band came out and i knew i was at a jimmy world show like i wouldn't question it like i'd be like yeah jimmy world they're all in the right spots yes. right oh man jim really having fun with a little guitar lick there I guess I might think it was funny that Jim was wearing a Heather Gray t-shirt. And Jim is all over the place, man. Jeez. Just solidifies (laughs) how cool they are. Why do they look so cool all the time? That's all I have for live videos of the band performing. Yeah, I've got not quite a cover. You've got covers, and then I've got a thing. Yeah. Yes, I do.
1: So, let's go with, um, well, I like, we'll listen to a heap of games, whole thing. Now, I've got NW. Yes. Which I'll put in. We've talked about NW before. Yes. And he is really clean. My my note on this is just how clean it is. His tone, but maybe you can see what he's doing with his fingers on that. Uh, oh yeah, let's take a for look. The introduction. Let's let's see what we can see.
0: So octave, yeah, up two frets. Yeah, it's just that step down. Oh, he's doing the. the, Yeah, yeah. with his middle finger. Yep.
1: That's it. So he's playing. That's very boxcar razor. Yeah. It's a D sharp. Yep. That's what
0: it is. We figured it out. Crack the case. Good work, gumshoe. (laughs) Good work, gumshoes. Cool. Well, what's he doing? He took the pick out of his hand. Yeah, right? Oh, okay. Just palmed it.
1: See what the uh, the chorus looks like here.
2: Oh, oh,
0: oh man, oh, that sounds so good. See, he has got that that middle finger riding that octave is really what's yeah. selling those chords, man. Tom did that a lot with Boxcar Racer. Yeah? Yeah.
1: see this again, man.
0: So that cool. la- those last two chords, it's so Jimmy World. Yeah. So watch. Uh, this <laughs> is the first song <laughs> I thought <laughs> of from the Boxcar Racer record. But listen, this is uh, those chords akimbo kimbo. Yeah. So,
1: um, not the same. And this is what this is what came. Um, this is what came in my mind oh, yeah. was Weezer's "In the Garage," and it, and oh, all it okay, is yeah. is it's a power chord. But then they throw in like let's say it's a D power chord, but they throw in the Ace bass note, right?
0: And that's yeah. And that's if, like, exactly can, what's happening. So, yeah, well,
1: right after the yeah, the harmonica, you can just hear how deep it is.
3: I've got Dungeon Master's Guy. I've got twelve-sided die.
2: I've got kid fry and my colors.
0: But t- I mean,
1: obviously they got fuzz on yeah. there and there's a bass, but the chord structure is that same kind of thing. You gotta you add in that that lower uh string and it adds just a lot more character to totally. it.
0: I don't know how I went. How, how old is that record? 25 years? I had no idea that he was just singing about <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> I just never put it together. I, I don't know. I just, it, yeah. it, I, I'm not a lyrics guy. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't on your mind. No. It wasn't important to you at the time. No. Uh, so that was, N, yeah, that was NW. Always good. The last couple of times we've had. Never wrong. This, uh, tell you what. <laughs> Get it? Uh, next one here is, oh no. Let me see what. Oh, no. Let's see what the time this equates to. 1,000. At 2,903. So, I'm going to jump to in here. All right. Mr. 2,903. Mr. Thomas Adam. Thomas Heap. You yep. Adam Thomas <laughs> Thomas Heap. Adam Thomas Thomas Heap. 2,903. Here we go. He's a Zippo.
2: Yeah. All right, he's
1: going to open it up. The extended intro, man. Yeah, man. I going to scream it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? it Shh. gorgeous uh yeah if anytime
1: we hear thomas adam adam thomas heap and playing his acoustic guitar i am taking if i lived in england and had my own pub he would be my bard and i would hire him on the weekends <laughs> to just sing and play guitar in the corner and and do You know, this would All static prevails, we know.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Come see the Bard. (laughs) Speaking speaking of the Bard, uh, why don't you fire up text-to-speech? Because Christy Brewer has blessed us. I am ready. All right, here she comes. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. World is static.
4: The longest time away. Last time, the friends we made longest time away, best friends too cheap to stay, of course I'll go with you, not every day I get to, of course I'll stay with you, how often, pictures tell so much, they remind me often, your voice brings back so much, situations, between the money and your every move, acceptance, between the money and your every move, we both know things never change. Between the money and your every move, acceptance. We both know static
0: prevails. Between fuck? the money this and works. your every move. That worked really really well. Dude, that was I was I very impressed. That. Yeah. It only took 97 episodes to get. <laughs> wow. That was I I thoroughly enjoyed that. That sounded like it, the end of a movie. Didn't it? Was it? How often? Is that what? When the
1: music kind of paused? Yeah. Is it how often? It was perfect.
0: <gasps> wow. Oh. Wow. Anything else, Justin? No, nah, man. What are your I, final I'm, thoughts I'm, and, on the song "World Is Static" by Jimmy Eat World.
1: Uh, I think it's a beautiful. It, it the message is beautiful about just people never changing, even though life moves on, and and we kind of, uh, you know, touch one another in, in different ways depending on where we are uh, in in one another's lives. I like that message it also rocks really freaking hard so it's got that going for it um you know it's one of those that uh, i never really paid attention to and now i'm glad that i looked at it so closely it's a, it's a it's a banger man what about you
0: he nailed it i want to cut some fan made v- videos where like i cut a bunch of like beautiful girls montages and garden state montages <laughs> and uh and and i want to keep watching those old performances of this song and wouldn't it be cool if they brought this one out uh oh man at some of these shows hopefully they got coming up that oh god please god i hope they don't get canceled (laughs) um know. uh so uh i guess with that without any further ado uh you know what gosh let's let's let the guys get out and play some shows everybody please consider going out and getting the vaccine uh so that everybody can get to these shows uh and and everybody can just continue to getting the vaccine is one way to be excellent to each other and party on dudes nice
1: yeah